to one time summer camp. And welcome everybody to this one time at summer camp. The probably like the okayest podcast ever. Uh, I am your host for this particular episode. Um, my name is Aaron. I am here with my two cohorts. I've got John and Jeff. And we have a really cool, special, awesome episode lined up for you. Um, up. Our last episode was different, and we talked a little about food, because <laughs> let's be honest, we love food. I hate um, it. It's the uh, He is such a liar. He literally just got finished saying on our Patreon how much he loves cheese. Who did? Jeff. You. Who's Jeff? Uh, <laughs> As you can tell, we're a little burnt out, and we need uh, some more time. So, just as a reminder, y'all, we're gonna over the summer. We're gonna be doing uh, new episodes every two weeks, two weeks instead of every single week. Um, we've just got a lot on our plates. A uh, baby. All of us individually. So, some of us are having babies. Some of us are doing uh, buying houses. Some of us are just really lazy and don't really want to do it every week. Jeff. So, it is what it is. And trips and uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I'm yeah, not mission a baby. trips. My and wife yada, yada. She's the one doing all the work. That is not what you've been telling us for it, like close to nine months now. Yeah, well, are you just stuffing your shirt, or what's going on down there? No, it's called a sympathy weight. John Dude, also loves cheese. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, all right, so today, name. today we're going to be doing something pretty cool. Oh. Um, we're going to be doing an interview so that you guys can get to know us better. Because if there's one thing you who are listening don't know, is me. Uh, you are going to be. Oh, we're still doing that, Jeff. We have to introduce ourselves. That's literally the what we're doing for. This. We still have to introduce Fine. ourselves. You don't have to do a question. Fine. Just Fine. No, prompt. I'll do a question. I have a get to know you question before we do the get to know you interview. Apparently, so here we go. That was uh, hold on. that was such a program director thing to do. Like. Yes, we do this all the time. And yes, we're changing things up. But just do it. Why does he sound like... That's how John talks to the program director. You're in trouble when John did that voice. Mm -hmm. Get over it. All right, y'all. the 10th week of the summer and you're doing the same thing again. Your get to know you question, gentlemen. Um, this is going to be funny for Jeff because <laughs> Jeff, the tradition killer, Thompson. And I'm going to hate it. What is your weirdest family tradition that you're willing to share? Ugh. And it, maybe not even weirdest, but like unusual or something that's like for like you know is kind of specific to your family. Uh, I, I'll go ahead and start because uh, that's a thinker. It's going to take you a little bit of time. My name is Aaron Cock. I am the former program director of Briarwood down here in Tejas and Where? Uh, uh, Tejas, oh. uh, Camp Stony in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And a weird family tradition, and I'm going to, this extends to like my, like not just my nuclear family here, it's all of my in-laws who do this. If we're eating a meal together, like as a family, um, like as, there's more than like four of us, somebody is going to take a picture of everyone before we eat. I don't know why, and I don't know, like, where it started. Every single time. Restaurant, home, McDonald's, <laughs> doesn't matter. They're going to take a picture of all of us. Um, my, uh, my youngest sister-in-law, Elizabeth, who ha listens to the podcast, she can attest to this. It is... It, it took all of us uh, 
all the gentlemen who married into the family, it took us all some time to get used to this. Because it's just a lot. And then sometimes if it's a big group, it won't just be one person. It'll be first my father-in-law will take the picture of everybody. Then my grandmother-in-law will get up and take a picture with her camera. And then Katrina gets up with her phone to take the picture as a selfie like they, so we can post it immediately. Like everybody wants their own picture of this because so-and-so isn't going to share it with, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no sharing. Well, Daniel wants to do it. My father-in-law wants to do it because he has his, he's the shutter bug. Um, Katrina wants to do it for the same reason. My grandmother-in-law wants to do it because she like actually goes and develops the film. <laughs> Puts it in so. an album. Yes. Well, she stopped doing albums. Now she just gifts us pictures at Christmas like envelopes of pictures like huge nice so that is one of the weirder traditions we have jeff you go next cool someone else go all right um i'm jeff i'm too white i'm the former program director of lutherdale sugar creek wisconsin and it's funny you say that because i actually love family traditions i just just hate camp traditions i like family traditions you don't like doing things just to do them i like to do it for the right reason like family traditions is for your family it's something you built together like, if you have a yeah. cool camp tradition that's, like, for the kids and for a good purpose, then yeah. But if it's just yeah, something you've sense. always done because it's silly and stupid, then nah, I'm, not, I'm not for that. Um, man, I should ask my wife this because she would probably list off a ton of things that we do that I think are completely normal, that are weird. <laughs> um, if I was very prepared, I think... Probably the weirdest... Man, this is hard... I don't yeah, there's a bunch that I that we do that I really enjoy. Well, um, even if they're, I might enjoy them if they're weird, but I just, I don't know what's weird and what's not. You are a liar. You know what's weird. Come back to me. I'm gonna text my wife. Jeff, what is <laughs> happening now? I've never seen you tongue tied before. This is amazing. Just all right, John. Just you're up. up. <laughs> That's when we let the snakes out at night. Um, all right, John, go. So traditions of my family are very like, you see them on TV. Like we're extremely white. Like we have nothing original (laughs) to us. Nothing like, I don't know. Like we've got a lot of traditions, but it's like, oh, everybody has this. Like pajamas on Christmas or like. Oh, I don't do that. Well, okay. <laughs> Man, I really uh, should not have asked this question. Neither of you yeah. have anything to say. Well, I mean, I could get super into this question and be like, literally, no, my family's actually too white to have traditions. Like, <laughs> we never had to prove our culture. We've never had to, like, identify ourselves as a certain group. Because we're, yeah. Or I could just lie and say, oh, yeah, we have this great tradition where all the boys in my family have a a mustache by the time they're 20. (laughs) Yep, that's it. I really want that to be true. Well, everybody (laughs) has so far. (laughs) All right. um, My wife, I asked her, and she said that we have soup on holidays. It's weird. Soup on holidays? My mom's side of the family, we always, like, we used, this is probably a weird thing. 
with her side, we would gather with my grandparents, my mom, all of our siblings, all the cousins and their kids now for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter. We do the three holidays. Um, every year, just that side would gather, and we would always do a meal at someone's house, someone's house. And um, for a few years, we've done, like, soup as the meal instead of, like, at Christmas, we don't do ham. We do, like, different soups. But just to change it up, I don't really think it's a tradition, but... So, like, what you do on Wednesdays for Lent, but you do it for holidays. <laughs> yeah. Soup supper at just church. with a lot of us, we do, like, three Christmases because we have multiple sides of our families oh, now. Oh, yeah, So yeah, we're, that like, makes sense. instead of having ham three different times or, like, oh. when we get together, we try to do different things. So we do oh. soup or, yeah. like, one time we did a brunch with a bunch of egg bakes. Um, yeah. We've done bulgogi. That's probably one of the weird Bulgo- things. It's bulgogi. Thank we you. call it pukogi. So, you know. Pukogi? Yeah. We're white. <laughs> you talking about the stir-fried meat? Welcome to pukogi. No, it's what you're saying, but we're just white. <laughs> oh, no. See, that's what I'm we, saying. Welcome white to pukogi, <laughs> this Korean barbecue restaurant. Can I take your order? White people yeah. don't have traditions because we don't have to prove our identity because we are Listen, not the minority. That that tradition that I just stated comes from one of the whitest families I know. Thank you. So <laughs> Well... I used to say that my my sister-in-laws could hold up a piece of notebook paper to their skin to show how white they were. Because if you have never seen tan notebook paper, hold it up to like their arm and they're just like pasty white. Mm, I feel nice. like that's a very Texas thing. Though. That was a very uh, thought-provoking question, Aaron. You kind of stumped us. I didn't like that. Woo! Uh, you didn't stump me. Yeah, you did. Well, for so what continuing are we doing? with the Worst Host of the Week award, uh, we are... Going to be doing something new. We're going to be interviewing one another um, during certain episodes. So um, the first one to be interviewed is none other than our own John. Um, he is uh, he has white. graciously volunteered to be our first one to be interviewed. So it's not necessarily like um, like really like thought-provoking get-to-know-you-all-the-time questions these are also just like tell us some quick stories that maybe it's not like a huge story more like moral of the story type of story so you wouldn't share it normally but um but just some cool ways to like you know share some of your experiences and get us a little bit more insight into who you are and this is a Um, i mean this is kind of an exit interview as well we are all former (laughs) program directors and we need to reflect on our time and uh, look back and you know, see what see what it's like being a program director on camp staff. Yeah, yeah, you're fired yeah. Oh, no. from your job that you left a while back. Oh, no. <laughs> um, or actually, we work for Lowe's corporate, so um, oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, that's fine. <laughs> uh, they can fire me. <laughs> um, Jeff, we uh, we also did learn in my correspondence with Jeff today. I've learned that Jeff is like the ultimate interviewer. He has all these awesome questions, and I was like, I have. Wait, one. How come you didn't message me? Because we well, were, we knew you were going to be asked first, so we were talking privately about questions to ask you. Because Aaron was stumped. I had one question, like wah. I had wah question. Okay, so Jeff, why don't you kick it off? Yeah. So unless John, you want me to go off this list of questions here. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> John, I want to know what is your hiring story at camp. So, like, what made you want to apply? Um, how did the process go? Like, what was that whole journey like getting this job at camp? And this is for his first job, right? Not as a program director. Like, I'm talking as... program director job. Oh, program oh. director job. Yeah, that's what I. That's want very to. different. Okay. 
I mean, we could do both, but I'm, I'm more curious about program director because I feel like. All right, go. No, no. So, man, all of my hiring experiences at my <laughs> camp have been ridiculous, first of all. Uh, but this one was kind of great, actually. Um, so, my last summer at camp as a, a summer staff member, I was a program coordinator um assistant program director whatever you want to call it um and then i stayed on through the fall to help with some maintenance stuff and we were building our new lodge at the time so i helped out with that um then i had graduated college so i thought oh i've got to go find something that's in my degree so i went and i got a job as a psychosocial rehabilitation specialist um, or community-based <laughs> rehab specialist. Um, I was really good at the job, but it was I burned out of it <laughs> so quick in just a couple months. So my executive director from when I was um, a summer staff member, one day mm-hmm. randomly in November, that's exactly what I did actually, <laughs> As a case manager, yes, I wiped butts sometimes. <laughs> Sorry, we're being we're being jerks. Um, nope. Go ahead, John. That's actually what I did sometimes. Um, no, but the executive director, Eric Olson, he contacted me randomly in November and was like, Hey, just wondering if you'd want to meet up sometime to talk about this next summer. And I was just completely oblivious. I was like, what? Like, I'm graduated. What do you want anything to do with me right now? And so I'm like, why not? Sure, I'm going to my parents' house, which is close to you, here in a couple weeks. Um, So the first part of December, I learned that our program director previously had decided to leave the position. And he, he says... Let's meet at the subway at a truck stop that's right in between you and I. You're like your parents' house and where I am. I was like, okay. So we meet at a subway (laughs) and I go there thinking he's just going to tell me like, hey, I really need another male staff member for the summer because like that's what it always was like hey i really need another male staff member for the summer you're great please come work for us okay sure but now i'm graduated and i have like a real life job quote unquote um so i go meet with him at the subway and he starts interviewing me and then at the end i'm like confused because these are questions that I've never been asked before in an interview and then he said so what do you think about working with us for the summer and like permanently I was so (laughs) confused I was like um I don't think so like I just got a real life job and like I I think I'm okay there Mm -hmm. and then I I go home that night to my parents house and I'm just still confused and two days later, after talking to my parents, after talking to former staff members that I'd worked with, other people, I was like, I just said no to, like, a dream job of mine. I just said no to yeah. being a program director. 
And so I called him up and I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and he was like, great. On second I thought. figured you'd come around. <clears throat> and, that, and that was it. That was my job interview. It was, I had no idea it was a an subway at a truck stop. And it was a subway <laughs> at a funny. truck stop in Twin Falls, Idaho. That's good. It was That's ridiculous. Good. So it was never it was never really on your radar that you wanted to be a program director? Or? No, absolutely not. I I knew I wanted to work at camp. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like during that that fall time when with the former program director like she had kind of pushed me in that direction and come to find out later on that she had actually as she was leaving she had suggested me um uh-huh. to take her place. And that was wild at first because i mean we can talk about this in other other interview questions or maybe never but i am not just my experience with camp and as a staff member and as a camper even like i am surprised year after year that they hire me um (laughs) but you know i think that's cool that they you see the faults of the adventures and mis and mishaps that you've had, but what they probably see is something completely different, right? They see the personality that's shining through that. In the next, in the next, well, even that year before, and the next year and a half, I learned so much about grace, and not mm. just like retort, not just like as a joke, but I literally learned mm-hmm. about grace and what that meant, and as I became a program director, like I, I tried to use that and how I interacted with staff and how I did my own interviews and how I did, especially returning staff interviews with people that were mm-hmm. much like myself. Like, why would we yeah. hire this person again? Okay. It's been a year. Let's talk to them. Let's see where they've yeah. grown. Let's give them a chance. Let's. That's really good. Not only do we yeah. preach grace, but let's live it. Let's. Let's talk about it. Let's interview with Grace. Yeah, and that's really I had cool. a ton of amazing returning staff members because of that. Oof, nice. I love that. They gave me chills. I love that. Uh, all right, John, I've got my one and only question I thought of that before I start stealing some of Jeff's. <laughs> um, what, what is the best mistake you ever made while being program director? The best mistake I ever made. Oh, um. See, Jeff, I'm really bad at figuring out <laughs> questions and make people just like dumbfounded. They're like, oh, that's a question. No, that's, that's, that's actually a really just, good question. It's a very thought provoking one. It's not one that, like, mm-hmm. oh, well, talk to me about when you got hired. That's an easy, like, oh, yeah, I, I remember exactly. But this is mm-hmm. like a, man, I got to think through a lot of mistakes because Absolutely. there's a lot of them. <laughs> There was a lot of. I'm trying to buy you some time, John. Yeah, yeah. Just quit talking to us and think of your answer. (laughs) Um, (laughs) right. Okay. So, uh, give me the question again. (laughs) No. Okay. What What is the best mistake you ever made while being program director? The best mistake. So uh, there, See, in the there, industry, we call this dead air. There's time. <laughs> there's plenty of mistakes that I've made, like you just said. Like, yeah. I mean, there's absolutely a list, um, and I can honestly say, and in in reflecting, even tonight, my wife and I went out to dinner and reflecting, and 
my time at camp like the best worst mistake I ever made mm-hmm. was leaving camp really program director knowing knowing mm-hmm. to myself like I'm gonna leave camp because this isn't my my job anymore this isn't like there's new this is a new time for camp this is time for it to grow and strengthen in many other ways and I just I wasn't in that moment with camp and I knew that that's what camp needed um wow but the biggest mistake I made was leaving camp at a such a transitional (laughs) moment uh with a new executive director coming into her second year um there's so many great things that are happening at Luther Heights right now and and the staff that Mm -hmm. are there from you know the summer staff to the executive director to the office staff they are absolutely amazing and camp is on a completely new chapter and the mistake that I made was leaving because I didn't get to be a part of that but then a big Mm. part of me wonders if like if this would not have come about if I was still there Mm -hmm. that's that's the thing right if if I was still still there how much of the former executive how much of my former program directors would be holding this new chapter of Luther Heights back. Um, mm. I think that was my, yeah. That's really good. That I'm not a part of it, but that I'm not a part of it is a positive and a negative. Yeah. yeah. That's a really, really good answer. Thank you. Nice. Back to you, Jeff. All right. Um, I'm going to change it up here a little bit. Um, my next question is, John, why do you suck? Um, well, <clears throat> so we just talked about mistakes. I make a lot of them. <laughs> He's uh, legit asked it. I didn't know if he was going to keep that one. Of course, I told you. Those are my five. Why do I suck? <laughs> why yeah. do you suck? <laughs> Ouch. Um, <laughs> That's so ruthless. No, but I, I could answer this honestly. I really could. Okay. You want me to? Why do you suck? Oh, gosh. No, this is God, Jeff, you're about to make this get so heavy. Oh, no, I am. Let's do it. Oh, no. I am. Can you add a laugh track in later so I don't make people cry? Oh, <laughs> we'll make some jokes. We'll crack some laughs. No, it's not, it's not so much that I suck. I think I, I like. At one point, I got so confident in my skills as a program director, but I was still had this extreme, like imposter syndrome. Like I knew my job, mm-hmm. but at every time I was still questioning myself and every decision because like, Oh my God, should I actually be here? Like, and that's going clear back to like all the grace and everything that I've been given in the past. Like I could have mm-hmm. been so much more for camp if I would have been confident forgiven myself mm. and like gotten rid of this imposter syndrome like just be confident in my decisions and like live into the position and that's why i sucked nice <laughs> that's good that was good that was nice and easy see aaron yeah, see wasn't even bad that's my own anxiety right <laughs> uh all right What was one of your most satisfying? What was one of your most satisfying accomplishments you had while you were program director? Satisfying accomplishments. 
for you personally? I think one of the biggest things was um, going through an American Camp Association accreditation, ACA, mm-hmm. on my own without Eric Olson. And Eric Olson was, I mean, he was at camp for 30 years at Luther Heights. And, mm-hmm. like, he literally wrote the book of what Luther Heights policies, procedures, everything is. And when I got through with the ACA accreditation, I think we got, like, a 98% or not 98%, awesome. but, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like they gave us a Your really score. great score. And I worked so hard on yeah. that. And the fact that I did it without him there was huge that's huge because he he was a big influence of mine he was i mean we always joked like he he was god he had god's hand he was so strong he was so big he was camp and the fact that Mm -hmm. i was able to make it through all this (coughs) and you know work all of it together and show what camp was and show that we were you know a viable camp that we were an actual place um yeah that's really huge for me and i I actually bring up the accreditation there's so much more to it i could get more into it but i actually bring up that accreditation in a lot of my interviews that i've done for jobs since uh loves job other manager position jobs things that i've applied for just out of like curiosity of what other jobs are out there but i actually bring Mm -hmm, that up mm -hmm. a lot because it was a a shining moment for me I learned so much about camp and so much about myself. I made some mistakes in there and I learned so much more from those mistakes and things that I, you know, at that point, camp wasn't just fun and games, I guess. It was like, Mm -hmm. not that it wasn't before, but it was like, oh, there's risk management. Oh, there's HR stuff. Oh, there's camp as a business. And I was able to succeed yeah. in that. And that was really defining for me. That's super cool. Jeff. Yeah. <clears throat> You're so successful, John. Uh, my next question is... I work at Lowe's. <laughs> You're saying it. That's like the first time you've ever actually said that on our actual episode. He admitted it. He yeah, admitted it. Normally it's on Patreon. You uh, say where you work. I work at Lowe's. <laughs> he <did>. uh. <laughs> Uh, my next question is, um, with all of your experience being camp director, uh, what is one piece of advice you would give to a new program director? Oh, yeah. At any camp, not just Luther Heights, but it's just like oh, a camp yeah. in general. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, only advice for your camp. <laughs> Don't step in this particular spot. It is weak and... <laughs> Uh, be confident in your leadership mm. other people are um, and you know I've briefly talked about this already but like I <clears throat> honestly think I could have been so much more had I had confidence in myself in the first few years you know the last two years yes I had confidence and you know I <clears throat> I took on a lot when our executive directors um, decided to transition out and it was myself and interims and the board and 
you know, there was a lot of navigation through that. Um, so I had extreme confidence at the end, but I think being confident and knowing that you were in that place for a reason, but, mm-hmm. well, not, but, but, and also being willing to learn and to make mistakes, like you're not perfect. You can have all the confidence in the world, but make mistakes because that's where you're truly going to learn. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. Nice. I love that. Yeah, the whole fake it till you make it, even if you don't feel like you're confident. Mm-hmm. Like they see you as a position of leadership, mm-hmm. right? And they they don't see your anxiety. Some somebody um, has confidence in you, and if you mm-hmm. can have as much confidence in yourself as they have in you, putting that you in that position. I mean, the world is your oyster. You can do so many things. Jeff, I'm stealing one of your questions. I was just going to tell you that you can steal one of my questions. <laughs> I'm going to. I have, well, I have some other ones, but I like one of yours a lot. Um, John, what is one of your best LOM memories? Oh, one of my best LOM memories. Mm. Or favorite, whatever, however you want to phrase it. If we're not in this, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> <laughs> my there's this one time i was just outside by myself admiring nature super chill anyways next question <laughs> <laughs> oh this is actually gonna be a little we've talked about this before actually when don johnson was on um okay. one of my most memorable experiences memor memorable 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 miriam miriam <laughs> was meeting Anthony Briggs for the first time. Oh. But to lead up to that was <laughs> it was my first uh, LTE that I met all of you at and yeah. we had a wild good. good fun time. Um and as we were done with the LTE, we were moving to a different uh, site in Carolinas, and Don Johnson drove me. And Don Johnson, the Don Johnson, the yeah, he Don. drove me to the next place very early. It felt like, but I don't think it was actually that early. <laughs> what we did the night before made it that early. Probably, um, <laughs> but I. I get very car sick. I am motion sick like nobody oh. else. And but only in a car. Roller coasters no. Boats no. Only in a car. Or like a bus. Sometimes on a bus. But not always. Interesting. Anyways, Don Johnson drove me and I proceeded to throw up like three or four times because he is <laughs> He's a crazy driver. He okay. He is fast. He takes corners like they're absolutely nothing. Oh, that's amazing. And he made me extremely carsick. That again, mixed <laughs> with the events of the previous night, did not make for a great trip. To the John, what happened the previous night? Um, I think we all went to bed early and we got just too much sleep. Um, <laughs> it's all that carrot cake you had to eat. But we show up to the... Oh, God. Oh, that actually made me throw up in my mouth. I don't think that was the night before, though. That, was, that wasn't. It wasn't. But, it oh. wasn't. Um, 
we show up to the new site, um, Luther Luther Ridge, is where we were at, right? Ridge we was first. I think it was Luther Rock after that. Was it okay? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. One of those Ridge two. We first. switched between the two. We went to the the bigger one after. Anyway, I show up and I'm just absolutely pale, like green, and sick. And I show up to register and I'm like, I just need my room so I can go to it and sleep. And I was like, I really hope there's nobody else in there that's going to like recognize me and like be super nice and know me the next day. And the first person I see in there is Anthony Briggs. <laughs> he welcomes me. He says, hello. Um, we talk for a second and he can, he, he even says to me like, Oh, you don't look so good. I was like, I don't, I do not feel good. I absolutely do not feel great. But he still made conversation with me and he was still so nice. And <laughs> this always just so sticks cool. out to me because like I was just absolutely sick. And I leave this conversation with Anthony Briggs and I go to my room and I sleep for hours and then after that like everybody else from lte shows up i leave my room and i go and show up in this random room down the hall and all of you guys were there we were just playing cards and i show up and it was like nothing ever happened um <laughs> but i was so glad to see you all but anyways f later on in the week i was sitting down in this room from the just outside of the dining hall where we ate all our meals and i was sitting down in one of the comfy chairs maybe half an hour before the meal and anthony briggs comes in and he sits down and at first we don't really talk and then he introduces himself again and he <laughs> and we talk about you know how we just met but then it moved on from there. Like he was very genuine and very, um, just open and asked questions about me. And I asked questions about, we had a, just an awesome conversation during that time. And I think that was actually the most I'd ever sat down with him. Um, after that and all the years that I saw him at those conferences, but not, not only was it memorable because of, you know, my, awkward situation but he was just an awesome person to talk to he was so genuine and so in love with camp and we connected in so many different ways it i i think that is i mean mixed with so many other things but that's what kept me coming back was that genuine connection with people to to the conference and creating a community outside of just luther heights program mm -hmm. you know no you were right jeff i'm pretty pissed it's not about us yeah I'm no you guys you guys were in there you were playing cards <laughs> well no i wasn't i was not there playing cards i only I went know. to lte that's right yeah God. i had to leave god you suck so i missed the whole peanuts in the wheelbarrow i missed all of that yeah, you did. oh fred yeah peanuts in the wheelbarrow i got text god. messages the whole time from you guys like guess what we're doing and i'm like i hate you why were you not there and for at that point in time i was only going to one of the two and i 
Oh, uh, yeah. Only done one LTE. That's a long time to be away, it man. It is. So I did one and my exec went and did the other. But then the following year, I just did the conferences. From yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. But Makes sense. Not about me. It's about John. I mean, you were, you were there the night before. Yes, I was. You were part of the reason I Yes, I up. was. Yeah. I'll take blame for that. Thank you. Oh, man. That was crazy. <clears throat> All right. Uh, that's good. I think we'll probably do like one more each. We have been going on for quite a while here, and I don't. Oh, I won't yeah. make yeah. such a story with these next ones. No, these are great. I love this. Yeah. Uh, mine probably doesn't have really a story with it. Maybe it does. I don't know. Um, but my final question for you, John, is who do you like more, me or Aaron? Oh. So Aaron is such a. Such <laughs> I thought you were just saying so Aaron. <laughs> These, I'm not telling a story. Just oh, I, I think mean, that's fine. This is, such a, okay. this is going to be hard to answer, but I think I mean there's when, a right when answer I need here, when I need my energy matched, I will absolutely go to Aaron. Like, whether it's yeah. calm, whether it's energetic, whether it's like, hey, I'm super excited about this. Aaron will get excited about that with me. When I need somebody to help, like, ground me and connect, and not that Aaron can't, but like, I was say you also go to Aaron. <laughs> when, when I need somebody who I can really sit down with and like <laughs> connect my thoughts and um, Sorry, talk to one on one, both of you, absolutely. But Jeff, there was actually a moment in. Um, my last conference, you and I were roommates. Yeah, we were. And you and I had just the best conversation sitting in our beds, sitting in my bed. We were both in my bed. We were just in our boxers. I, That's hot. No, I keep had just, no, keep going. Keep I going. I had just gotten married that weekend, and I was there. Um, I don't know if you remember this. It was in I Texas. Do. Anyway we had talked about like how camp was so consuming and you talked about how you were able to navigate family and camp at the same time. And I think that just helped me like realize where my priorities were. Yes. Camp was super important, but like I was starting this new chapter. Um, and so like you, you helped navigate me in certain ways, Aaron, you have always just been, somebody I, I connect with on every level. I mean, I can have fun with you. I can have a serious conversation with you. You can laugh at me drinking. You can, <laughs> I, I mean, you both have been so pivotal in my own camp journey and my own personal journey that like, hmm. I can't imagine being here without either of you. Oh, like mm-hmm. literally super good. in this podcast, in this, like my, my family, my time with the, my beautiful wife, like I, you are such big parts of it all. I cannot choose one of you that I like the most. That's such a good answer. God yeah. dang it. Yeah. Leave we can't ask John. that question again. Cause we're not going to matter. If, yeah. if anybody else asked that question at interview, I'm just going to, Jeff, I just want you to paste. I just want you to copy and paste John's answer and just like, I don't know. I'll like actually dub over so one of them. It. When so you when, to, uh, when I came down it. to 
to Dallas to see my sister-in-law with my wife. We actually went out to a brewery once, and Aaron and Katrina met us there. And I just, I remember being so excited to connect my wife and, like, my my camp family and be like, this is them. And it, it was just a great experience, and they took us to an awesome brewery, but it was so great to see Aaron even outside of, like, camp mm-hmm. functions. And that is... That is how I felt when Katrina met you guys at uh, Extravaganza. Yeah, right. We went and played yeah. Panzer Tag. I was like, was so- I, I remember when you, we were figuring out you guys were there. I told Katrina, I was like, oh, this weekend's priorities just shifted drastically. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am, I am no longer here to learn oh. and expand my educational knowledge in youth ministry. Your sole purpose is to grow closer with these gentlemen right here. <laughs> oh. I- when my wife and I were down in Texas, we stopped through Briarwood as well, among other camps. Yeah. And I was just so excited. I was like, Jordan, you got to meet Aaron. Like, you got to meet him. <laughs> I remember seeing them and be like, so what's on the plan today? She just goes, Magnolia. Yeah. I was like, oh, Magnolia. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we only saw you very briefly. We were like in and out for one it night. Like, yeah, it was like five, ten minutes. or something. Like, it was so short. Well, we had, we had yeah, it was insane. But I was like, Jordan, That's you got to meet him. Like, you've got to meet Aaron. <laughs> that's good that's why uh, we gotta get last together last question for me man. I, I know I know with I know. the fans I know come I know. to my new house um let's see um bring the baby wait I'm having oh, a baby man wait what I no we've already dog. discussed this Tara is having the baby <laughs> no you're right Tara is having the baby um I don't have another question I'm gonna leave it at that that was such a good I'm answer I think I'm gonna leave track. it there um, oh my gosh, my dog is driving me crazy. Uh, hey, everyone listening, uh, thanks for hanging in there for a long yeah. episode. I hope you enjoyed it because we've enjoyed it. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, you guys know all the normal stuff. You got the phone number, the email, the Patreon, all that jazz. One thing I want to ask, if you have an answer to any of these questions that we've asked today, I want you to answer them in the comments, like genuinely, or call and leave a voicemail, whatever it is. Um, you can find all that info in the description. But I think that'd be super cool if you guys are, you know, willing to share, you know, answer some of these. Like, you know, who's your favorite? I was just going to say, who's your I favorite? I'd be really curious. Answer. <laughs> you, you know, why do you John. suck? I don't it's know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's every, why, why do you do suck? You answer suck? that question. I'd love to know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, I'm going to leave it at that. So, uh, y'all, I hope you got, I hope you loved getting to know John a little bit better. I did. Uh, it I was fun so asking him questions uh There's more to this mustache we'll see. i think i think i think i'm on the hot seat next uh yeah, but i don't know are. what episode we're doing that on so uh anyways i'm aaron that was john that was jeff we'll see y'all later bye john if you got one camper with the bloody nose one with smelly armpits and no clean One time summer camp.